Welcome back to the Troubleshooting Life Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Peters, my co-host, Craig Poston, where we talk about various topics, sharing our experiences on life and finances. All right, what is going on, Eric? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Doing well, doing well. Welcome back, everybody. Our topic for today is called Foundation Problems. So we're kind of building on last week's podcast where we were talking about building your life brick by brick. All right, this is... Not necessarily the antithesis, but something that I think will like reinforce the the topic. So foundation problems, and this is like another one of my topics that I kind of brought up is uh, it's literally based off things that I had. So like I literally had foundation problems happen uh, on one of my properties to where you know the you'd see cracks on the inside, cracks on the outside. Um, I think we even had like plumbing problems at that time. Uh, not necessarily like. Plumbing problem, but I think there's just like uh like small leaks and like sewage and stuff. Uh this is more of a testament of uh how that leads to you to life. As in there are things in your life where because you're not whole, you're not building yourself properly, that when you start going out and let's say building relationships with others, you start trying to build your professional life, you trying to build your finances that Anything that you try to build out from it is just dying. As in, like you're you're not you're not able to give your full attention to anything. But uh, what's your take up on it? So, yes, I uh, understand that what you're saying about uh, find out uh, foundational problems. Like taking that as an example of how, like I guess, by not building a certain foundation that over time that those, you know, cracks could lead to something uh, tremendous, right? Uh, so by what we're going to talk about today, by like slowly identifying or trying to identify all in, in general where we can, you can build a better foundation or in a sense, repair your foundation to get to a, another level. Uh, and also when it comes to your kids or people in your community or kids in the community, whatever, right? Uh, you, you can try to help them out you know, be more of a mentor, help them build, get better. And I mean, that's because that's one of the things that when I was uh, younger, you know, I, you don't recognize it anyway, right? You, you always know where you want to go, but you don't know that you're missing some pieces to get you there. So what you do is you, if you, you know, if you're not a reader, you need to learn how to be a reader if you're, or an auto book listener or whatever, right? You got to learn how to, you know, get these different ideas, different perspectives, different, you know, in a, you know, in a sense, I guess those uh, mentors that are not in your life, you figure out how to get them by reading books or li- uh, or watching videos. Because, like, you know, if, if you hear us say Robert Kiyosaki a lot, you know, on here, that's because that's one of the people we, we read the book, re- or one author, I'm sorry, that uh, we read his book or listen or watch some videos of him. Um, and for me, I'll, I'll watch some Greg Car- Cardone videos. He might not be, you know, some people's favorite, but I like that attitude that he has about, getting to where you need to go because he he came from nothing so like it's it's just uh th- those uh i guess those are the things i try to do to identify and hopefully i can you know continue to be a good mentor to my children or anyone else who wants to listen to me and i think it's uh especially hard for for specific people with uh like our table personality as in like we're high supportive person we uh people we want to help others uh, but and I'm sure I've said it before in a previous podcast episode, but uh, I think it was Jay-Z that said, it's like, if you're broke and I'm broke, 
then we can't help each other. As in, I'm not a whole yeah. person. I, I have, you know, let's say financial problems. I have emotional, physical, whatever, whatever type of problem I have that I can't help you because, and even if I do, like, even if I want to help you with like, to the best of my ability, I can't. Right. But you know, when I do get better, when I do start, uh, let's say making more money or developing a better relationship with myself or whatever it is, then I can develop that with you and that I can help you through that as well. You know, with experiences, with the, the level of, uh, competence or, or confidence I have in those subjects. Yeah. And, uh, I, I don't know. Are we already on the, uh, lack of clarity? That's, uh, that's our first point there. Yeah. So the, one of the first points is like Craig said is, is lack of clarity. Um, as in you don't know what you don't know. Uh, yeah. You, and we kind of talked about this before is, uh, there's a lot of things, especially when you're younger, you have a general ignorance of life. Right, uh, it could be something as simple as paying bills. It could be something that uh, is like very emotionally uh, complicated, as in relationships. You know, you don't know what to do in certain situations. Uh, say, if you get into a fight, whatever it is, um, you don't know how to you know, take care of yourself, as in you know feeding yourself, uh, knowing how to you know, uh, budget, get groceries. Um, yeah, so to me, that's the that's part of like the lack of clarity or when you may feel like you lack clarity so that uh you either you're paralyzed to a point or you just don't know what your next step is yeah no i you know i definitely uh feel that one right there that could happen to anybody i mean it doesn't matter which age that you are any or where you come from right uh when it comes to that just not knowing that that ignorance uh, which is the you know the true definition of that right it's just not knowing and you can just you know basically just take you know take a breath right or do you know try to consult somebody do some research you know the things that we do anyway in it right because yeah. as you know as we troubleshoot uh <laughs> we don't know all the answers and if we do know the answer we don't remember exactly how it went last time we did it so like sometimes we still have to go back look look up something See if this, uh, if it'll work out, try it and then, and move forward. Uh, so, you know, just having a, a lack of clarity that, I mean, that's a, I think that's a normal part of life. Uh, the, the thing is when you can recognize that you don't know, but you know, and don't stay in that lack of not knowing, you know, like, and that was, that's the, uh, uh, I'm sorry, staying, uh, staying in that, that not knowing or whatever. Right. Uh, cause that's, uh, I think that's always the thing that kind of gets me, uh, upset is when I see very confident people stay in that that state of not knowing they just want to instead of like figuring out how to how to get out of it how to how to figure out how to get to the next thing how to how to build yourself you know i think you're kind of going back to like the different types of personalities and stuff where people that are used to just kind of doing not maybe not necessarily what they're told but going by a process as in you know like yeah. so for example public school does it uh colleges do it where for you to get a good grade, this is what you have to do. It's fairly like binary, fairly plain and simple as in these are the steps to get good grades specifically. Right. But then when you get yeah. to real life, that's not that those concepts don't always apply as a, as yeah. a, yes, you may be doing everything you need to do in work, in the relationship, in whatever it is, but you're not seeing those, uh, 
basic input and output results. As in, I am putting in this amount of effort, this amount of execution, yet I am not receiving the pay that I feel like I am deserving. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I can, I, I definitely can see that. Uh, so, and, and, uh, at least in, in maybe my opinion, uh, one of the ways to kind of go away or, or figure out the clarity is develop like a clear sense of purpose. All right. So if you take time to yeah. reflect on what you want to achieve in life and then identify your values, interests, and goals, and then having a clear sense of purpose, purpose can help you stay motivated and focused even during challenging times. And I think a lot of people, especially, and we were kind of talking about earlier is that say my generation or the, the generations after they may not feel like they have the time or uh, they don't take the time to actually reflect on what they want to achieve. And I believe, like I said, this is another statement of belief as in uh, a contributor to that could be the amount of interconnection, the amount of social media that goes around. Uh, meaning that we try to avoid maybe not necessarily their problems, but maybe the stressors in life by dulling it down with all the other entertainment that's around us. Where back in the day, it was probably just TV, movies, and stuff like that. Uh, but now you have such immediate entertainment in social media. You know, a lot of people do skits, a lot of people, you know, do speeches, uh, vlogs, whatever it is. And I think that allows us to kind of escape from what we want to do and kind of like just gets us maybe through that day. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that, uh, yeah, when we were talking about that, I, I, that had me thinking though, as a, that is a true statement. We do have a lot more things than we did more we're younger. I mean, honestly, I, I'm, I, I'm older than you. And when I was younger, we, we ha had internet, but it, was I mean it it was still kind of like a thing that was coming around. It wasn't like it was the thing like how it is now. Um, because I, I know even when I was you know in college, yeah, we still research the same way we do now. You know, using Google, what? But like it, I think the information now everything is like there. Everything you can go to Google and it's gonna link to link you to something else that that have you on YouTube watching something. And uh, it help you with your your. It could help you with your research, or it could distract you from everything yeah. you were just doing. <laughs> uh, but like uh, with uh, all those different things, I guess that's why you have to do where well, you have to turn it off, right? And I'm not just saying turn it off like physically. Like you just have to get to a point, get into a room, get get to a point where you can just turn off all those extra sensories, just like to keep it from like bombarding you, uh, you know, preventing that focus because like. Uh, sometimes it does require you to, I mean, you know, not to be weird about it, right? You sit in a dark closet just so you can just stop all the noise and uh, you can sit there and think about what do you want to do? What are your goals? Where do you want to go? Just imagine, you know, uh, in a sense, I guess it's like, um, um, well, we, I'm, I'm trying to think of the word when you uh, meditate. There you go. Yeah. So like when you, when you meditate, so you can, uh, you can, you can think about what, where you want to be and where, uh, where you want to go. And sometimes you need it for a stress reliever. Sometimes that's that's exactly what you need, and and that's how I see it. If, you, if you're trying to kind of like you know focus, get yourself in the zone, because I know I, I that's what I do. Sometimes I just sit alone, especially if I get a chance to get the the house by myself. 
I, yeah, I just, you know, you kind of just, you just sit there and just think about, you know, sometimes you need just to, like you said, uh, it, it's like a deep mm-hmm. impression, right? To, you get, get the day off of you. What are all the little funky things that got, you know, that bothered you throughout the day? Now you can get it all of you, you know, take a mental tower. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I kind of call that, uh, you know, wiping your feet before you go into the house. Like, you know, typically when you go to someone else's house or, you know, say your parents typically have that role is, you know, wipe your feet before you come into the house, right? So you, you don't bring any of that dirt in with you. Uh, I think doing that, let, let's say after work, say if you have a, a high stress job, uh, you know, before coming into like your literal house, do like that mental wipe off uh, so that you're not coming into like you know, your wife, your spouse, whatever it is, and just uh, downloading or uh, putting all that stressors onto them. Um, yeah, no, I, I definitely agree that, um, you know, taking the time to, uh, if you have the time to yourself, uh, or maybe, you know, it's late at night and, or it's early in the morning and you're just kind of up thinking, just, just do that. Just take the time to think. Um, uh, and you know, some people may say it's a little overthinking. I think if you're able to at least take the time, you know, uh, and, or maybe just write it down, right? Maybe not just like think all of through it right then and there, but write down, you know, a goal, right? Like say, you know, one time, let's say you, you see a video of someone working out, man, I want to look like them. Just write it down. Like, Hey, I want to look like uh, so-and-so. And then maybe, you know, another time you will kind of develop what those steps are to, to get there or what you're willing to do to get there. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess, uh, you know, uh, our next point would be the lack of motivation, right? Yeah, which could you know could be a, a reason why you have the the lack of clarity. If you you you're, if you're not motivated to get up, you know, in early in the morning to reach one of your goals that you say you know like hey I I really want to lose weight, but the only time I have free time is early in the morning. Okay, then you know trying to find that motivation of why you want to you know why do you want to lose weight? Is it for health? Is it for uh, superficial reasons? Right. You all the you know you, you have to come up with a reason why you really want to do it, and then that could help boost the the motivation. Uh, 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 I don't know how do you, how do you feel about that? So I'm, I'm kind of like a, like I think motivation is kind of like a bittersweet uh, type of relationship. As in, yes, motivation is absolutely wonderful. As in, you know, feel pumped about what you're doing, have that intensity of wanting to work out, of wanting to be in a relationship with your spouse, of wanting to spend time with your kids and stuff. Um, and don't just like mope when when you're doing those things. But I also feel that motivation can only go so far as in when there's, there's going to be times where you only do things because you feel motivated. As if I'm only going to work out right now because I feel motivated to work out. I'm only going to yeah. spend time with my kids because I have the motivation to spend time with my kids. It It's not based on uh, what I think is more important, which is discipline on saying you're going to work out because because you said you were going to work out, right? Or going to work out because you said you're going to work out. Spending time with your kids because you're their father or, or your parent, their parent, and you should be spending time with your kids. Yeah. Well, I mean... You know, that, that can be a motivator, right? Because if you, you know, you spend time with your kids or your family, you know, you're building their, that, that builds a relationship. You, 
you make everyone happy. I mean, we'll take even last night with us. Um, I I don't like spending money to go out to eat. So, but I'll do it because I know it, it's something that the family likes to do. Uh, so last night we we uh, just ordered in, so I meant to go pick it up. Uh, so I brought food from a restaurant here, but we kind of you know spread it out on the table. But as we're sitting there, we're getting a chance to talk, you know, and uh, tell about our day and tell what's going on. I find out things uh, about school, like you know that. Well, I feel like I could change that. Let me let me help out with that. And these all come from you know you know just having that relationship with or wanting to have a relationship with your family. So which it keeps me motivated to do things I don't want to do. So <laughs> yeah. So uh, and then and so I I really I to me on my side I actually like being motivated because if I'm motivated I mean I'm yeah. pumped right. That's like my that's like my super serum, right? If I'm, I'm motivated and I can get past a lot of things, right? And, and actually something that's very difficult to learn, I can, if I'm motivated and I find a true purpose of why I'm doing it, then boom, I'm, I'm a learn it. I don't care how difficult it is. And it's just, and that's how I treat a lot of things and, and how I pick up, pick up things really quickly. Cause I, I find my true reason for doing it and or or true a goal that i'm headed towards and so i picked that pick that and hit it you know in a sense i know we got that down the line where we're talking about direction but that actually one of those things is i find a direction to go in and stay motivated on that path and you know and every now and again you know you have to like you know come back and you know reiterate to yourself like hey all right why am i doing this okay is this really a good reason and you know so and yeah so I, I like motivation. I like having motivation. I like motivating people. No, I, I didn't. Yeah, the things that Craig was talking about is is really good. As in, uh, you know, say, but you know, say what happens if you do lack motivation. Well, I think you know, finding that that sense of purpose, uh, just kind of yeah. like we were talking about in the previous topic, uh, to reinforce, you know, that those reasons why you're doing something. Say if it's working out. Say it's if it's spending time with the family stuff like that but uh another uh thing we were looking into was uh cultivating positive relationships could be a a way to combat your lack of motivation so uh building positive relationships with friends family colleagues and surrounding yourself with people who support and encourage you to pursue your goals and dreams i think that's also very powerful and the reason why is because you can lose motivation really quickly on something that you want to do when no one is supporting as a, you could go up to your family and tell them you want to be a millionaire, you want to buy X amount of properties, you want to get in gym, you want to six pack, whatever it is. But if they don't share those types of goals or dreams with you, then they may not support you. I'm not saying they have to support you, but I know that that could be a, a huge demotivator incredibly quickly. And you know, maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you know, people saying the op- uh, saying that you can't do something is what motivates you. But for uh, at least they're common people i would think that if no one's supporting you or if you don't feel that support then uh you may not want to do that thing anymore yeah yeah and yeah and that's the worst right when you you set out for a goal and you just lose the motivation to get there because now you don't you don't see your the true reason for doing it your true purpose like what you know you know why why am i doing this why am i going through this sure. pain and if you if you don't look past all the the temporary things that's going to get in your way. Cause that is a lot of things are temporary. We always think it's forever. We think it's going to last years and years and years. And a lot of it doesn't last past a few days it, because we, 
you know, we lack that motivation to, to push through it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so going to the, the next topic of uh, feeling overwhelmed. Feeling overwhelmed could be uh, one of the reasons why uh, you could have foundation problems or what causes the foundation problems just in life. As in, there's a lot of stressors in life. I, I will say that just in a day-to-day, like in a, in a regular 24-hour period, there's already a lot of stressors in life. So, and some of them are, aren't exactly the same amount of stress as in, you know, being stuck in traffic may not be the same amount of stress as, you know, not having the money to pay for gas, right? Or, uh, or not the same amount of stress as, you know, work may happen as, and there's a lot of customers coming up to you that need a bunch of things and there's only so much time and you're not actually getting stuff done that you need to get done as well. I think those can be a lot of stressors that just kind of pile on and become very overwhelming just within the, the span of a day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, feeling overwhelmed, that can happen really quick. No, <laughs> I think it doesn't, it, it doesn't matter the, the situation that, that can just, it can overtake you. And I like some of the point, um, you know, the other points you're, you added into this where you're talking about like proper exercise, nutrition, all those things. And, and all those things add up like by taking, uh, uh, I guess starting a routine for those things, because uh, I, I can tell you in my life when I don't work out as much, it starts to wear on me. I can start to feel it that I'm allowing stressors from everything else come in, and now it's compounding, and now I get this feeling of being overwhelmed, and it's like, and if you you know, it takes me a minute to come out of it because I had to sit there and think about it. I was like, is this really a problem, or is it, or is it just I'm. I'm uh, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do, yeah. right? Because sometimes you just need to like take that step. It's like, okay, yeah, I I should be uh, getting my CEUs for my my certification so I could renew it instead of letting it compound on me. Why don't I just take the first step, just get started, open up the browser, get to work, right? It get, it just it, all the all the you know all the little things. It kind of just builds, and we allow it to build, and it it shouldn't it shouldn't be that way, but we all do it, right? So. Um, Trying to get past that the feeling overwhelmed really takes that that moment of like let me let me pause for a second let me let me let me take a little breather let me uh, maybe have something you know like me I love sushi so that'd be like one of my favorite things yeah one of my favorite things to do to kind of calm me down so then that that's what I was getting watch you know? some sushi because I yeah <laughs> yeah watch <laughs> some sushi and uh, yeah and then I might have a have a beer maybe you know it just depends depends on what I have to do afterwards mm-hmm. right. Uh, it, it, but it, it, and you shouldn't use alcohol as a fight. to help you. Yeah, to help you with any of those uh, stressors because all it can do is compound it. Because it depends on what's really stressing you out, and they'll just it just it turns into something even bigger, or it'll make your your make you go to bed. I mean, sorry, it'll make you have rough sleep. I would I would call it that, right? Uh, so like uh, I know with some sleep studies or whatever or sleep counseling there we go they'll basically you know tell you you know not to use alcohol to help you go to sleep because it can cause other issues yeah i uh, definitely the ways that like I, i've definitely gotten overwhelmed like i don't know many times like uh, i probably couldn't even count yeah. up on my hands uh but i will say you know for me working out has always helped me not necessarily just helped me in the specific situation of getting overwhelmed but I think in the overall stress of of the days, 
working out, getting a sweat on, you know, you know, pumping some iron. Uh, I think it, it relaxes me, of course, not during the workout, but like after the workout, I just feel, I feel different or I feel different between yeah. when I work out and when I don't work out as in like, there's just like, Oh, this really good feeling that kind of comes over me. Uh, even if it's something that I don't like, like say if it's like running, uh, or, you know, any mostly extraneous cardio at the end, I feel just you not necessarily euphoric, but really good about the day. Whether it's like, you know, the beginning of the day or the end of the day, it just feels like a, a really good feeling. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I definitely uh en- enjoy a good workout or maybe a good run, right? Uh, and it won't, it'll be like, uh, you might as well call it a jog because uh, I don't nearly run the way I used to. <laughs> but it, it can help, you know, push push some of those stressors out. Uh, one is because you're focusing on something else besides the problem in hand. And then if I'm running like, I won't say late at night, I'll say maybe early in the morning, um, there's not many people mm. out. And it's kind of like one of those things, it's like you're there by yourself. You're you, it's, you're on this this uh, street or whatever, right, sidewalk, and you're by yourself, and it, it allows you to just kind of like have an open mind throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And yeah, so I, that, I really, that's why I enjoy uh, good exercise uh, when it comes to uh trying to fight some of the uh, uh being overwhelmed yeah. and kind of what we were talking about earlier on like the, the mental health side is i had been i should definitely put more thought into it or more effort into focusing on mental health i just i just don't uh so one of the things that's listed here is you know mindfulness i definitely uh do mindfulness and the self-reflection portions as a, you know, I'll try to take a, an inventory of my life. I'll try to you know, figure out where I'm trying to go, what I need to do to get there. Um, I'll try to, you know, write notes on like, you know, what I'm thinking about just so that it kind of leaves my mind and I can think about it later. So it's not just like dawning or just kind of stuck there. Uh, but the stress management, other than, other than working out, I don't have like the best stress management routines or, or techniques. Uh, but I have seen or watch a, a handful of uh, videos or, or read through some stuff that uh, different stress management tools, as in, like you said, you know, taking those breathers, taking that time to uh, be with yourself, uh, just kind of find the, the calmness really improves uh, your resiliency. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess with me, uh, those. Uh definitely how I handle handle my stress is that one of the, I was looking at a documentary and it was talking about how you kind of make stress your friend because it's a part it's a part of life and knowing that stress is going to be there you don't mm-hmm. run from it you embrace it and then you you learn how to overcome it and it, and it all comes down to like just not being afraid of it yes it's coming yes there's always going to be a new thing uh, I, the military that's also one of the other things that helped me with stress um, you thought you had problems before. Look, hey, look at the problems you have now. Yeah, because you know, like so, because if you go from like you know, as we say in the rear, so you're you're normally doing what? At whatever, yeah, uh, yeah, the re- you know in the rear. So it's like that's what they call it when you're not the. Uh, so you're yeah, in the rear, back back at your yeah, back at your regular duty station. But and, that was a different conversation. Uh, you're. No, no, no. This is yeah, no. 
Uh, this is a legit one. The, it, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, we talk craziness there, but like, no, no, this is no, this is basically how you look at the difference, right? If you're, as I said, we call it being in the rear, but basically it's uh, staying back, mm-hmm. staying behind at the duty station um, while everyone is forward deployed, and they they will be in say Afghanistan, uh, for instance, right? And then you're still back here in Texas. Uh, you your stresses are. Uh, lot lighter than a person that's dealing with it in Afghanistan. Their stress mm. is totally different. They're they're dealing with the fact that they're not with their normal yeah. friends. They're they're with their they're with their unit. They're not with their family. You know, they're always with their unit. They're around new people because uh you'll be with your unit, but there's also other units there. So you're around more uh other people you've never uh, yeah. that you didn't know. And I think at the time um at the time I was there, you know, you would have your magazines of ammo mm. around, right? Uh, and so you have your mag, uh, you would have a magazine either in your, uh, in your weapon, maybe not charged, but it's not charged. Sorry. That's not, <laughs> it isn't charged. So, and so you have a magazine, uh, which have you like, uh, more of an amber state. All right. And then when, uh, in the, or you'll have it in your pocket ready to go just in case something breaks off. Right. Somebody breaks on, onto the base on uh, the Ford base. All right. But then. Uh, you got to think about it. You're not around. You you don't know these people that you're always around. You're you're just you're. Uh, so you got these brand new people with 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 ammo, live live weapons, real weapons. Give us that around you, and you go to the gym with them. You 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 see them walking around. You ride. Uh, we were on a, a base that was large enough to have a shuttle on it. That's how big mm-hmm. this Bob was. Um, and uh, it and when you you think about this, you're around all these new people. You got a whole nother stress. And then on top of that, if you're going outside the wire, now you got a new stressor because like you you could die at any mm-hmm. moment. And then uh yeah, so like you the your stresses there are totally different as if you're in the rear back mm-hmm. at your duty station. Because you 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 think your bills are, are a stressor, but what about it, when will your your electric bill come yeah. to teach you? You know what I'm saying? Or will, when will your electric That's bill when you haven't paid? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah yeah but it, it would never it, it would never get to that point right and that, that, that's one of those things that like if you realize the level of stress that's really out there compared to your stress you know as we always say first world problems like you, you you realize that there's more stress once you feel that new stress that you realize all the other stresses that you thought were stress aren't really that big and you know and it, it's not that that any stress is really bigger than the other it's just it doesn't hit you as hard. So the little ones, may you have, it has to compound, right? It has to compound over time. I, I didn't do this. I didn't do that. And it just keeps coming and keeps going. And then like, or the stress of like, I'm not good enough. And then you're the one, you're only one that's saying you're not good enough. Everybody else th- think you're great, right? But then again, you just added a new stress to your life. And now you're feeling overwhelmed about whatever you're doing, whatever project you're working on. And so that, yeah. So when it comes to, you know, stress, you just have to look at it as like it's it is a part of life. It's coming no matter what. Yeah, no, I, I definitely feel that, and and I think kind of building on what you were saying is that it puts it in perspective on what's really stress. As in, like yeah. like you said, like an electric bill isn't going to come and shoot you, right? So yeah, while it still of course needs to be paid, it's not exactly something to to <clears throat> ruin your life over. Or, uh, yeah, like just kind of dwell on for the entire day. 
Yeah. Uh, and then the the next step we got is uh, the lack of direction, uh, and how like lack of direction will inevitably cause foundation problems. And earlier we hit we had the the lack of clarity, as in you don't know jack about anything, right? You don't know what you're going to do at all. Um, where the lack of direction could be, you know, you want to go to school, but you don't know what you're going to go to school for. And you don't know what you should base the reason why you want to go to school for. So, for example, if you want to go to school, and uh, but you, you're not necessarily going to school for, just to go make money. Say you want to go to school to help people. Well, what careers are out there that help a lot of people? You could be a teacher, you could be a counselor, you could be a social worker, you could be a doctor, whatever it is. So, I think uh, those can cause a lot of problems later on. And we were kind of talking about it in the, the previous podcast to where if you come from a background where you may not have a lot of money to redo those type of things, as in you now have chosen a career, you're in the career, you don't you don't feel feel fulfilled by the career, as in it's not meeting your monetary needs, it's not meeting your uh, your sense of purpose that you want to do, and but you're stuck because you may not have the money to, to redo that, that career path or find a new career. Um, and where I was saying that some, some people of wealth will kind of build up a fund for their, uh, their children to where they get an opportunity to fail at something first before they make a, a true decision on what they want to do. Yeah. Yeah, because that, that was something we were talking about earlier. And I was like, that is such a, you know, a great thing to at least have a fun. Because I know I didn't have a fun. All my, everything I tried to do was on my own dime or my lack of times. Uh, so, <laughs> so you just get out there and you, you get it done, right? But uh, I know some some people don't, don't realize that they do know where they want to go. They just don't know exactly what it is. And then I think sometimes it just comes with a little, you know, being prepared of, Okay, you know something is coming, right? So say, you know, high school, right? It ends at 12th grade, right? Mm-hmm. And normally, right? And so you know you're headed to college. Maybe you already start thinking about in ninth grade, what is something that interests me, right? Uh, I mean, because you, you should never wait till you get to college to figure out what interests you. Because at that point, it's it's too expensive to play around. So I like it just uh, because you already, if you get into a, a major that's, you know, that's, something that's not really for you, you realize that it is, it is super challenging. It, you know, past your level that you want mm-hmm. you're willing to go. And, and now you've wasted money because now you got to backtrack, you know, and I know what they normally do, you know, when you're that person of lack of direction, when you go to college, they have you just do a bunch of general classes. Like, so you can, you can start to find your way, but then they find their way as in just having fun every day because now they got these the list of easy classes to just get them going and they're all they want to do is like hey let's go hang out let's go do this and they never really make it to where they really want to go they just they make it they make it somewhere and they do graduate some yeah. of them <laughs> not all of them, but but it i think it all starts from like you just start to think about what you really want to do and i think that's why some you know families start to encourage you know uh you know either follow in my footsteps or or you need to find your own way right you need to figure out what you want to do and um, I think I know I watch his videos. I can't think of them right now, but he would say things like he 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 never wondered. He never just wondered like a path 
he he actually had a direct path. He followed exactly what his dad did, which was he was a very successful man, and he just followed his path along the way and built himself off of that. And you know, not everyone has that that luxury yeah. in their life. They don't have someone that's you know what I'm saying that's like there to just uh, be that guidance, that that, that yeah. lighthouse, right, to show you, hey, this is the way. Yeah, so I don't know how you feel yeah, about so that. So I think, um, uh, so kind of going back to what uh, what we care talking about for the lack of clarity specifically is that finding that, that sense of purpose. Um, and I think, like Craig was saying, when you're younger, let's say if you're in uh, high school or you're in ninth grade, and um, but you, you may not know what you want to do in life, I think still trying to identify the purpose because yeah, you could say you want to go to school for something, but then yes, you, yeah, you do well in school, like you could do great in school, but the actual jobs or positions that, that you find yourself in still don't fulfill the, that purpose that you want to go to. Um, so, and, and I think it's, you know, really hard for, for a young kid to do, um, especially, you know, at least, you know, thinking back when I was in ninth grade, I promise you, I wasn't. I, I had ideas of like what I wanted to do, but I really didn't. As in, it was like very vague. As in, you know, I wanted to do something in engineering, right? It's, that's just something I, I knew I wanted to because I was really good at math. Um, but other than that, I, I didn't know necessarily how to get there. I mean, the common thing was go to college, but that was just because people said to go to college. It wasn't because I, I necessarily wanted to go to college. Uh, and it's not like I really understood what college was. I just thought it was school and it, and it can be, and it, and it basically is, but there's other things you could take away from college, like networking and building relationships. That's a, a part of college. I never thought, uh, was a purpose for it. Um, but, uh, yeah. and I don't know. I mean, I think it's hard. I mean, I think even as like a parent, uh, you could, push them into not necessarily push them but guide them into a certain uh doctrine on what they want to do uh you could develop their skills on what you feel could make them successful and they could just turn on a dime like barry sanders turn um and just kind of uh not go the way that was necessarily planned yeah yeah, no, I mean, but that's, I think that's all part of life right there where you try to uh, figure out not, you know, not just where you're going, but it, the, the obstacles, right? Like they get in your way while you're figuring out where you're going, right? So then you learn how to get in a sense pivot, right? And it, it, exactly how you need to go, right? The first time you might just crash and burn, but that's the whole point of life, right? You troubleshooting life and, and what you do, you got these failures that you're supposed to learn from, as we call them, lessons learned. And then you're supposed to make turn those into wins next time. And you, you should never, you know, re, you know, redo the same thing over and over again or reinvent that same problem wheel. You know, if you if you learn that, OK, that there there was an issue here, then you should know, like, OK, let me come up with a solution for that issue. So next time I I have a different problem, not the same problem. And now, you, you know, what I'm saying you, you learn how to get through all the problems because you're developing that that kind of, a, in a sense, foundation of problem solving yeah that yeah but that's all part of life right i mean and and i mean we never know it's, again why we call this troubleshooting life is because we don't always know where yeah. we want to go but we know we want to go somewhere and we, and, the, and if you say hey yeah you want to be successful okay what kind of what how to define success 
so you will know the direction you want to go in. Because if you don't define and you say the word successful, finishing school is successful. So, but that's, but that's one, one stop. What about the next one? You know, or getting the, the job of your dreams. Okay. That could be your, your definition of success. But what do you want to do in this job? Right. It, it, so I, those, those are the things that, you know, I guess you need to think about when it comes to the yeah. direction. But I think you like, can, you can go somewhere if I think not, maybe not necessarily if you apply out of your life, but I think you can go somewhere as in you could be in a position or a job, but you've done enough groundwork to know that you can also pivot to a different job. As a, if I become a system yeah. administrator, I know that I could build this into a system engineer, a network engineer position, right? If that's what I want to go to. Yeah. If I become an analyst, you know, maybe I become, you know, a pen tester later on. If I'm a developer or whatever it is, there, there are ways that you can position yourselves to pivot. And I'm able to say that in our field because I've seen that happen to where people have grown and uh, flourish or move to a, a within the same type of uh, doctrine or, or uh, professional life, you can do a different position that would provide you more uh, development, provide you more sense of purpose and fulfillment than maybe your initial position. Yeah, no, that is true. I mean, uh, again, I think you mentioned on the last podcast about how, you know, the job, the, the, the companies that we work for, how you can, it, it doesn't take as much money to kind of switch mm-hmm. direction. And with that, that, I mean, by you switching direction also creates this growth, right? And then you, you learn a new skill or you learn a, a new way to do yeah. things, right? Because like uh, a system engineer might handle its, their issues differently than a system admin will, even though they're, they can be closely yeah. related. And and then same as a, a network engineer, how they handle things, you know. And again, how you say how an analyst, like everyone has their own thing. You can still pivot in those directions, learn that new skill. But again, you still have to have that, yeah, I guess direction, right? Like, what am I? What am I after? Like, am I just? I'm just a, you know, saying a title hopper, you know, saying or a, you know, saying or a job hopper or whatever, right? You know, you're like, so you, you just you you want to at least come with a, a general idea which yeah. and I think you know uh, kind of going to what, what's written here is you know, learning continuously really helps figuring out that direction um, and buys down that yeah. ignorance a lot uh, and sometimes learning has to be through experience as in you have to just go through it Yeah, like you may not know that that's what you want to do in life but go through it and there, there, I don't think there's any point where it's uh, a point of not return, right? Of course, like we said, it, it may cost you, let's say, monetary or time-wise to to pivot to something else, but at least you'll know, right? And of course, you could you know take advice from mentors. You could uh, research on it as a you know say if you're squeamish to blood, maybe becoming a doctor isn't exactly for you. Right. Um, yeah. If you're afraid of heights, maybe don't become a pilot. Right. Um, but if it's like something simple as in how many people can I reach out to uh, to improve their lives? Right. Um, what's the best age of uh, to improve other people's lives? Like, would I improve people's lives in an elementary school setting, middle school, high school? You know, just in general, like, could I post stuff on YouTube to to reach out to the, the most broadest audience ever? Um, 
but I think having that, that growth mindset and just continuously wanting to learn about what you want to do in life and, and about you uh, will really uh, yeah. provide that direction for you. Yeah, no, that, that's, uh, yes, a continuous learning. Yeah, I'm always agree to that, you know, and definitely reading books and then uh, get classes, learning new things, because uh, that all helps provide direction. Because like you said, buying down that ignorance is, is a, it, that's all part of life. Uh, I, the the thing where you were saying about uh, being afraid of heights, but then not choosing that, so that, and that's where like, you know, like I would differ because I'm more of a, you know, I like I like the challenge. Okay, I'm afraid of, whatever this is right but i really think it's a good idea that i go try it right because i feel like that is something i really want to do so like but if it's a fear of mine then okay what part of it is scary is it you know again it's like you said like being a pilot right what if what if that's my dream but i'm afraid of heights so then then i'm gonna go okay how can i figure out ways to you know develop the skill of overcoming my fear of heights because you know, it's, it's in a sense like you wanted to follow in the footsteps of one of your parents that was a pilot and you really want to do this. And again, like you said, buying down that ignorance, learning more about it, understanding the the safety features that are provided in the airplane, jet, whatever it is. The same for you. What that is helping you? It's not safe when you're flying it. What's up? Yeah, well, if, I, yeah, if I'm flying it, no, because that's not my, <laughs> that's not something I'm trying to do. But like, but again, if it's something that, you know, that's the only fear, right? You know, that's your only fear is like, oh, I'm afraid of heights, but then it's something I want to do. Or, you know what I'm saying? And I'm using that as an example, right? Because there, the thing is, um, there are a lot of things out there that have fear in it. I mean, think about it. I investing, right? Well, you know, some people would never become an investor if they stopped at the first fear of like, I'm going to lose my money. After they lose their money. Yeah. Like, I'm going to lose my money again. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a tough one. So yeah, especially if someone went from being a millionaire to like literally no money or no money at all or debt, like that that that's scary, right? That and then someone shares that same story to somebody else that's very, uh, I guess, uh, they're, well, they're not risk risk averse, right? Uh, it, as I use that correctly, yeah. right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So like that they're 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 really uh, afraid of anything that comes their way, and so like, yo, I. My, my ideal is like, okay, you need to learn really what went on. Like, why did they, why all of a sudden they went from millionaire uh, to zero? Why did they borrow too quickly? Yeah. Did they not understand, you know, terms of their uh, debt to income? Uh, did, you know, say uh, environmental or, or economic crises happen? Like, did COVID hit? And that's why they lost their business. The, you know, the, market, the housing market crashed. And that's why, you know, they're, they're stead in, in real estate really uh really went down yeah yeah so but again that's that's back to what you your point was right buy right. down that ignorance if you don't do the research and and uh learn the new skills or or pick up a book that that requires you to do you know that that talks about investing right i mean yeah you, you're basically on yeah you're just gonna build off of the fear of somebody else failing not yeah. your failures yeah and I think the, the the next topic and one that I've kind of been talking about throughout this entire thing is is feeling unfulfilled. Uh, meaning, yeah, you have goals, you 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 have a sense of purpose, and they're not being carried out. So you have this constant feeling that hey, I'm I'm doing stuff, but nothing is moving that needle. 
uh, close to where I want it to be. Uh, and I, I think that's could be a, a very tough, like a uh, mental pill to swallow or emotional pill to swallow. Uh, and, and yeah, it definitely causes, uh, you know, the entire topic is, is foundation problems or, or foundation as in like your, your life problems. Um, and I think it also, uh, goes into you know, it, it does cause that lack of direction, the lack of clarity when you, when you feel like your needs aren't being met by not being able to do what you, you feel like you're set out to do. Um, and you know, the, what we had a beer is, you know, embrace challenges and failures, right? Like don't, don't think yeah. that, that because you're not doing what you feel like you're supposed to doing, that your life is just going to crap. Or that your life isn't the the best life that you've ever had. Think of it as in, well, now I know what not to do, right? So I'll do maybe not necessarily the opposite, but something that is different from this. And maybe it'll provide me a better sense of fulfillment. Yeah. Yeah, definitely embrace uh, yeah your challenges and failures, right? Because, uh, again, that's, that, uh, that, that's all part of your toolkit. Uh, those lessons learned, right? Like, okay, why did I fail? Okay. Oh, here, here, here's a new challenge. Let me, how can I, how can I get over this obstacle, this wall, this, you know, whatever it is, this minefield, how can I get around it? Yeah. And that's all. Yeah. I think that's all part of life. And, uh, the, uh, feeling unfulfilled, right. I guess that that's definitely usually deeper, right? If you feel unfulfilled for a reason, it, it, it may not be the right career. It might, it may not be the right major. It may, you may, you may not be in the right relationship. You may, you know, it's something, something, it's something else deeper, right? Like, you know, you, you gotta, when it comes to like, uh, you know, not being fulfilled again, it may be why, Hey, I need to actually find a, you know, better company that appreciates me, or I need to find better, uh, what is that? Uh, I guess purpose, it, it'd be that purpose in life. Right. So like how we were talking about, earlier before we were recording, we we're talking about philanthropy. Ph- 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 ah, see, I'm missing the word up now. Philanthropy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we, we were talking about that and uh, we were saying about, you know, giving or whatever, right? Like how, you know, that may be the thing that makes you mm-hmm. feel better. Like all the hard work you do, all the hours you put in and work, make you giving your money to someone who really needs it, a, a school or, or a, you know, some type of charity or, you, just helping, you know, given time. And th- those things may make you feel fulfilled in those situations. Because right? it, it may not just be the job. It may be other things. It's just pushing yourself to do something yeah. different. And I think, you know, some people, they kind of get stuck in this this conundrum or that, that dichotomy where uh, what they're doing is making them money. And they, you know, maybe they enjoy it, maybe they don't. But it's not fulfilling them. And right now it would be too much of a cost for monetary cost for them to go from that position to something that would then fulfill their needs. Yeah. Well, that could be, that could be a thing, right? Cause yeah, if you realize that, okay, well, I'm getting paid X amount of dollars. And if I need to, you know, I, I know what will really help me out, but then it really shouldn't be about the money, right? It should be about where right. you're going. Uh, yeah, because if, you, if you're if you not learning things, if, you, if you're if you not heading in the direction of your goal, 
And yeah, granted, so say, you know, someone can get paid, you know, 300K or more, right, to do something. If it, if it does not meet your goals and, and then you, I guess, yeah, you'll still be unfulfilled in what you really want to do. But if, so say if part of your goal was to invest more and you were to be at this company that paid you X amount of dollars, then, and again, uh, in a sense, it's still putting you in the same direction, but you might not want to be there for long if it's not your true purpose, right? But I'm thinking, like, as in, say, if you're, you work at IT, you're working as a sysad, it, say, for whatever reason, makes you six figures. So your bills are paid, your, the things that you want in life are paid, but what you really want to do is teach or, um, you know, try to grow the, the next generation, right? Uh, yeah. And I, and I think, you know, I think two things can be true, though. I think you can be in IT. I think you can also be a teacher. Uh, I think at that point, you would have to think of not necessarily unconventional, but maybe uh, not, maybe uncommon is the better word to use for it. Uncommon ways to do what you want to f- that uh, to fulfill yourself while also still um, having that revenue or income from your job. Yeah. But then that, that's kind of like the, you know, the things that we, we talk about, right? Like preparing yourself for that true financial freedom. Cause that, to me, that's, that's your financial freedom right there. We, if you have figured a way to get all your expenses paid, you're still, you're still fulfilled with, you know, with, I guess with, with those things like bill wise or, you know, any, anything else, right. That health insurance, all this, all this stuff. Right. But then you want to teach. I mean, that's the whole purpose of why you want to get there is so you can get to that point where like, I'll make a decision to take, you know, and, and I don't know the salary of a teacher. Right. But like, say it, it may not pay as much as uh, an IT professional. Right. But you've already figured out how to subsidize that lifestyle, that income. Right. And now you want to teach. I, I think taking a pay cut is not a big issue because that's in a sense, you're being fulfilled. Yeah, and then I guess it really depends, you know, what your what your true purpose is. Uh, but I do think there's at least a a small time window where you're going to have those types of uh, conflicts, like internal conflicts, as in I'm doing all this, I can take care of my bills, I can, you know, pay for my kids' school, I could, you know, uh, get what I want, get what the spouse wants. Uh, but I still don't fulfill, feel fulfilled in the specific position I'm doing. I think uh, adapting adapting is another thing you can do. As in, there are people that teach IT, right? And and probably also yeah. still get paid fairly well, right? It doesn't necessarily have to yeah. be teaching students. So, if it, but if teaching is the thing, learn how to adapt what you already know and what you're doing into uh, that type of field. So. But, and it could be like small steps as in, you know, you're, I'm a sysad, you know, maybe I take up a role as, you know, the, the office trainer or the office, uh, uh, lecturer on new things, right. Or maybe I become a lead and then I can use more people skills instead of being hands on keyboard. And then that can build into, uh, you know, say lectures at conferences or whatever it is. Yeah. No, no, that, that, that's a great point. Yeah. Cause you, that, in that way you've figured out how to already use the field that you're, you're in. Right. 
that yeah so that i like that that's 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 a great point all right i guess that brings us down to our uh frugal and cheap all right i like what you put down here this uh it's pretty funny uh borrowing things from neighbors instead of buying your own for example tools and yeah. lawnmower uh which as as uh, someone's cutting the grass in the background and you can hear it. Well, the HOA here, they cover like all the grass cutting. And I was wondering when they were going to come by because it's been growing due to all the, the rain and stuff. And I was like, man, it's really loud outside. Why is it? And then, yeah, as we were recording, one I think just came by the place too. So, Yeah. Yeah, but that one, yeah, definitely is, uh, that's definitely someone being cheap, right? Yeah, because uh, you 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 yeah, man, you use it. You're using somebody else. You won't go and uh, you know, go buy your own. You know, like you now. I'm now say if that's kind of like the neighbor loves yeah. to do that, right? Like, hey, hey, I like I, I'm okay with sharing, but then what if you're you're only taking and not getting yeah. right? So like you don't bring fuel or, hey, I know maintenance costs on your lawnmower is gonna you know let me help yeah. out with that or, you, you know, so like you're you're actually wearing it down faster uh by you using it but then yeah now and then if you're you're just taking and not giving i think that's more of a cheap thing no i definitely agree but i think it's like also like the occurrence as in say if it's like a specific tool that you know i need for my car and i don't have it and i don't feel like using like the monetary uh or using money to get it just for that one instance yeah that's different though that's that's different though that yeah i mean that's I think that's the neighborly thing yeah. to do. So, I, I, yeah, so uh, that, yeah, so that would be the frugal part because, like, you know, okay, all right, I understand that by me buying this $300 tool, right, you know, I, it does not make sense, you know, because I'm only going to use it once and then versus, uh, you know, you, you borrow it one time from your, your neighbor and, you know, as long as you don't break it, <laughs> then you're good to go. Yeah. yeah. But then you can also, I mean, I guess that does save you too from like having to go to somewhere like AutoZone or O'Reilly's, you know, how you can route oh, yeah, yeah. there and it just, yeah, it just saves you the time because now you can just get the work and get everything. Yeah, especially if it's like a quick fix that you just needed like, like right then there. Yeah. No, because I, yeah, I lend out tools. My neighbor, like he, uh, I, I got another neighbor. He, he just. He keeps his ladder here oh, at my house, yeah, at my yeah, house. Cause he's like, yeah, yeah. Cause he was like, I, he's like, uh, I don't have room. So, you know, so I just keep it on the wall for him till he's ready to use it. So, <laughs> but like, yeah, so it was, uh, and, and I can still use it cause I still need to do something yeah. around the house, but it's like one of those ladders that, that yeah. that's high up. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so yes, it, it, I think that's just being yeah. neighborly, you know, cause we, we just trade off things anyway. Like, Hey, you need, you need this or you need that or and sometimes you do, you know something you like i know i'm not going to use this again let me just give yeah. it to this you know it's you know yeah no i think it's just a neighbor yeah. thing to do no but i will say this topic when i was looking it up it definitely sounded cheap and i was like man sad thing is i'm, I'm sure i've done this before so <laughs> that's what i said it just depends on yeah. what it is like if you're constantly you're constantly borrowing but not giving you know like yeah in a sense you're just you're you know, yeah. you're just trying to save money on your end, but you're not helping the other people. Yeah, That's cheap, cheap. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, thank you everyone for listening to the Trouble Podcast.